This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Whoa, this is the wee hours in the morning right now. So, uh, when I say I need to start my day, I could do it at any time. Anyway. It is the end of the year right now, or pretty close to it, and to not to ignore all the brouhaha that's going on with, you know, Wizards of the Coast and all that at this time, mainly I, I let my friend uh, Eric Tinkard do the topical stuff. I just want to talk about gaming. So I'm going to do my current top five games that I like to play. And let me give you some, some, uh, pretty much the basics here. I judge the games on simplicity and familiarity, and they're not always the same thing. I like games that are easy to run and, and, you know, less rules, the better type thing where it's to sit, where it's rulings, not rules, you know, typical OSR stuff, because I can make them move faster and, you know, get more excitement out of them from the players. Familiarity? Well, you know, I've been playing for about 40 years, and I've played a lot of games, and a lot of them, like class and level games, like D&D, I just know, like, the back of my hand. And if some game is like a clone, or they take from those games, uh, it's like, yeah, I got this, okay. And that's what I judge them on, pretty much. So let's go over these. First of all, I want to put some honorable mentions in there because I couldn't, I couldn't, I kept thinking about it. I was like, how do I get this down to five? It's like, well, I'll just do some honorable mentions. Okay. And this, this is mostly fantasy, but it does cover other genres as well. For my honorable mention, the first one I want to put up there is Mutant Future. I love Mutant Future as a post-apocalyptic game because it takes it takes the Gamma World game, which I've played before and I like, and grafted it onto the BX rules or the Labyrinth Lord rules, if you want to call them, the BX rules, and it works like a charm. And it's even easier for me to run than Gamma World because I know BX. You know, guys like me, we know we know these kind of games. 
So, you know, there's that. My second honorable mention is Marvel Superheroes, TSR's Face Rip. Uh, I, I played a lot of champions, and I've gotten older, and I don't want to deal with a lot of the... I love champions. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love champions, especially fourth edition champions. But I cannot... I can't deal with all the... It's just too tiring for me now. And... When my grand grandsons want to play supers, I haul out Marvel because it's easy, it's fun. You can roll them up and get them going. That one chart, it's really nice. And my last honorable mention is Savage Worlds. Uh, Savage Worlds is a game I get back to every once in a while. I can't, I can't play it all the time. I've got about a half a dozen worlds or supplements for it. Anything from Flash Gordon to the Goon. Um, and things like that. And you can go anywhere with this game, and it really does move fast. You know, it's fast, furious fun, as they say. All right, let's get to the top five. Number five, Index Card RPG. This is a recent thing with me. I bought the original Core Rules, but I got the Master Edition. And once again, simplicity. Simplicity and, you know, it, it's just, it's like an open, an open game. You can take it, take the tools, and make what you want of it. I love those kind of games, and it it's also I, I one another another quality I like in my games is they move fast, and this one does. Number four, Basic Dungeons and Dragons Rules Cyclopedia. I can lump BX in there too, but Rules Cyclopedia is the one that really clicked. I'm in a Thursday game that my friend Matt runs. With the RC, and it's like D&D in a one book. I love it. And it it really works. You know, you, you think the basic stuff is not going to, you know, it's like, oh, I need the advanced or third, fourth, fifth edition, whatever. But man, the basic stuff really is, is a lot of fun. Yes, you have racist class. I don't care. Yes, you have descending armor class. I don't care. I'll do it. Just because you can do a lot of stuff with this, and the book is really good. Okay, number three. Old School Essential. I, actually, <clears throat> number three is kind of, I put, it's split between two of them. Old School Adventures and Advanced Labyrinth Lord. Because basically they're rehashing the same thing. BX. Old School Essentials is just a, a little more on target, on topic, on target with it. And it's just took, it took BX and just stripped it out to minimum, minimum description and the rules. And you can, it's real easy to reference and things like that. Labyrinth Lord came first. It did, but Advanced Labyrinth Lord is fun. And now both OSE and Advanced Labyrinth Lord do have the the where they grafted like one e one e a d and d onto it and converted it into the bx type thing so you can use the advanced this is the way they used to play when when they only had basic and and the advanced the one e started coming out and so you get a hybrid okay and but the rules are really well thought out, and they're very very clear. This is one of the lot of the clones have over the older editions. They're very clear. It's not like trying to read the one e DMG, which is still fun. But 
you know, that's why we have Osric. Uh, that's number three. Number two, Gangbusters BX. I love Gangbusters. I bought the first edition when it came out, had the third edition, which is really a second edition, but... And it was a lot of fun. It's a percentile-based game. But then my friend Mark Hunt made Gangbusters BX, where he took it and put it into the BX system. And I never thought I'd say this. It plays better than the original. It's fast. It's fun. It's furious. Make your, you know, do your gruelings. Go ahead. And it'll just fly by. And I love that genre. I love the, the 1920s, 30s, 40s type stuff. You know, I've also got uh, Deadlands Noir up there for Savage Worlds that I'm going to get to one of these days. So you know, I love that kind of thing. And this thing really fits. It really fits the genre well. And my number one pick, you guys probably figured this out, is Hyperborea, also known as Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. I don't know how many good things I can say about this game. Jeff Telanian took 1E, AD&D, and made it into something pulpy and fantasy. I run a game, and it's like he really did his job, his work to convert this into something, to give it a tone, to give it a feeling of those old pulp books i when i when i have when i get we get ready to play a session i said okay come on guys let's get our conan on because you got conan you got you know the influence of conan of howard you got lieber in there clark ashton smith lovecraft you know all that kind of good pulpy stuff where you know this is the kind of game where i have to wa go watch the original you know arnie's conan the barbarian before i before i get to run it get ready to run it just to get that feeling it's hard it and also it challenges me because trying to get that feeling of you know that atmosphere of the the, the pulp fantasy it's not easy you just got to have the mindset and be able to pull it off and just to present it that way but it can be done. It's worth it for the, just a little more effort. And it's based on 1EA d and I, I started with 1EA d and and everything seems familiar. You know, and taking out the, the fantasy races, no problem. They got so many classes. They got 26 classes. And I also told everybody, I'm putting them on, on notice. I said, okay, Hyperborea is going to be my go-to for fantasy, no matter what we play. Because I can take Hyperborea and plop it in my world. My, my, my game world has seen several systems. I played Swords and Wizardry in it. I played OSE in it. I played Rule Cyclopedia in it. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Hyperborea. And whatever Hyperborea lacks, I can go back to the source. 1E, AD&D. Or in my case, Osric. I like to just, I, you know... You, you want fantasy races? All right, I'll grab the Osric rules and we'll use those. I can overlay everything here. So you get kind of a D&D &D and, you know, Howard-ish uh, pulp fantasy going here because I use the monsters and everything like that. Anyway, Hyperborea is number, my number one. All right, well, that's my list, the top five and three honorable mentions. What is yours? Because I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com or drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program and I would thank you. Uh, single donations, go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com. 
slash old man grognard or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash old man grognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Alan, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. For other good podcasts, there is Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Norton Does the Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.